2: Now, nobody likes to lose, but it's even worse when somebody forces you to lose. Unfortunately, this can actually be a pretty common trope in the world of video games, and sometimes it does more than just force your downfall, it will actually punish you for it. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 times video games forced you to lose and punished you for it. Number 10. The Horn of Jürgen Windcaller The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Now most missions in Skyrim are stupidly simple and almost impossible to fail, well unless the game bugs out on you or you make an absolutely terrible mistake, you're basically guaranteed to fulfil whatever objective the game throws at you. Well, except there is one mission in the main storyline of Skyrim that forces you to fail, and that is the quest for the Horn of Jürgen Windcaller. After your character meets the Greybeards, the monks ask your character to retrieve the Horn of their founder. Finding the artifact is as easy as traversing a linear dungeon and defeating a few dead guys, but the problem is that when you arrive at its location, the Horn turns out to have already been taken by somebody else. Now, this is normally when the game would recognise that you've reached an important point in the story and completed the objective. However, because the developer wanted you to feel like you've been outsmarted by Delphine, the Horn's Thief, they made it so that just this once, your objective gets marked as failed. I mean, sure, it wasn't your fault and it is part of the story, but who cares? Here is your red X of shame anyway. Thanks, Delphine, as if everyone didn't hate you enough already. Number 9. 1000 Shinra Troops Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Winning a battle but then losing in the cutscene is unfortunately a pretty common trope in games. It's an infuriating experience all round, but if you needed a particularly nasty example, then you have to look no further than Final Fantasy VII's prequel, Crisis Core. In the prequel, you play as Cloud's old army buddy, Zack Fair, during the events of the incident at Nibelheim. The game does a fantastic job of making Zack likeable, but it doesn't matter as it still kills him off in a rather shoddy and disappointing way. Zack's death shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who's played Final Fantasy 7, but the way in which Square kills him off is still quite shocking, in a I can't believe this is so bad kind of way. You see, Zack's final battle is against 1,000 Shinra troops, which surround him and then gun him down. The sequence plays like an actual battle, but the sheer number of enemy soldiers makes it almost impossible to win. Well. Almost, because some people have actually found a way to kill all 1,000 soldiers, only to discover that the game still plays a cutscene of Zack losing and dying. Well, it looks like the only fair thing about Crisis Core is in Zack's last name. 8. The Tutorial, Project Zomboid a typical tutorial is meant to help you familiarise yourself with the game's mechanics whilst also encouraging you to experiment and have fun. Well, not when it comes to Project Zomboid. Now, Project Zomboid loves to remind you how hopeless its world is, and you're not safe from its wrath even when it's showing you the ropes. In the tutorial scenarios for the game, you play as a custom character trapped inside their family home. Now, right off the bat, you receive a cheery welcome note from the game telling you that, well, you're not going to make it. Afterwards, the tutorial teaches you the basics of survival by making you eat dead rats and killing the zombified members of your family, and somehow, that's not even the worst part. You see, eventually the game shows you how to shoot a gun, and the noise it makes attracts a huge horde of zombies to your location. Another message then pops up telling you that your mistake will be the end of you, and then you're left to fend for yourself until your character becomes zombie food. To make this even more punishing, the tutorial disables your shotgun so you can't even have a proper last stand. Welcome to Project... Zomboid. Number seven, The Fight with Vile. Mega Man X. When you play video games, you want to feel powerful, or at the very least receive proper recognition for your skills and efforts. Well, that's too bad, friend, because in Mega Man X, that is just not the case. The game welcomes you into this world by forcing you into an unwinnable fight and then laughing at how weak you are. During the intro level, Mega Man encounters a powerful robot called Vile, causing chaos in the city. The game throws you into combat with it in order to introduce its mechanics to you, but what it doesn't tell you is that even if you're an absolute pro at this game, there is no way to defeat Vile. The fight is rigged so that you can see your future rival Zero swoop in and save the day and call you out for being such a weakling. Oh really? Well, that's easy to say for a guy who manages to take down the boss in a scripted cutscene. Try slicing him in half while he's programmed to have infinite health and a constant supply of ammunition, then get back to me. Number 6. The Rescue Ace Combat 7 The plot of Combat Flight Simulator Ace Combat 7 puts you in the shoes of an up-and-coming pilot called Trigger. The game spends a good part of its first half reminding you how you're just a rookie, only to then send you on your first solo mission, force you to lose, and then blame you for it. Yes, the game gaslights you into thinking that you're incompetent by making it impossible to complete your task. In Mission 4 of Ace Combat 7, Trigger is tasked with rescuing the president of his country from a group of terrorists. The mission is set up in such a way that it makes you feel as though every Every single action you take has an impact on what's going to happen to your rescue target. But in reality, however, the president dies no matter what. The game is programmed to trigger a failure, regardless of how close you get or how many enemies you shoot down. And yet it will still chastise you for your mistake, as if you had any say on what was going to happen. Who knew this game could be so manipulative?
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with MasterClass. With MasterClass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by the Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love.
2: Number five, Noble Six's final stand, Halo Reach. Listen, okay, I've, I've got a script in front of me here that's going to be talking about how the last stand of Halo Reach is very emotional and that you can't win, even though you're kind of built up to believe that Spartans are the, the world warriors, that, that they can take on anything. But uh, you can't. It's too emotional, though. I, I, I don't want to go through it again. Let's just pour one out for Noble Six. Big love to you, mate. Kiss on the top of the head. There you go. Number 4. Water Bucket – Lisa the Painful Lisa the Painful is a painfully mean game that loves to play tricks on you. There isn't a moment where this game doesn't mock you for your understanding of typical RPGs or putting your trust in it. In one instance, it even sets you up for failure so catastrophically and traumatically that it's guaranteed to burn into your memory. At some point during your adventures, you come across a group of orphans and a man who adopted them. The children start a fire, and out of concern for their safety, the man asks you to fetch a nearby bucket of water to put it out. It all sounds simple, but the problem is is that the bucket this game points out for you isn't filled with water, but gasoline instead. When you unknowingly douse the children in the bucket's contents, they become engulfed by the flames, and the man screams at you for grabbing the wrong bucket. The nearby one is actually on the other side of the map, and when you reach it, the kids are already dead. The game purposely sets you up for failure, but of course, it still felt the need to guilt you for your apparent mistake. Number three, the last enemy that shall be destroyed. Red Dead Redemption. The final mission with John Marston in Red Dead Redemption is considered to be one of the most heartbreaking moments in gaming. Part of the reason why is obviously because it kills off the character that you spent the entire game helping to reunite with his family and achieve his goals. However, there is also another, just as important reason, and that is the way in which it goes about killing John. You see, the entire sequence has a very strong sense of finality about it. John's ranch is surrounded by government officials trying to put him down, and the only thing he can do is buy his fleeing family some time by confronting his hunters directly. In John's final moments, you get to control him as he automatically enters Deadeye mode and tries to take down as many agents with him as possible. The game gives you a sliver of hope that maybe you can save John with your marksmanship skills, but in reality, it's impossible to kill all of the agents or even take down the one responsible for John's ultimate demise. The sequence is rigged to make you fail no matter what, and the only thing you get for trying is seeing your beloved character die in rather gruesome detail. Number two, killing Alfira. Boulders Gate 3 The Dark Urge character Origin from Baldur's Gate 3 provides the player with a rather unique story and challenge. The urges that you derive from your name will constantly push your character to commit all manner of heinous crimes, from kicking squirrels to gruesome and perverse murders. It's entirely up to you to decide whether or not you let these urges take over, or if you'll try to resist them. Well, it's almost entirely up to you. There are some moments where the urges take over no matter what you do, and you have to live with the consequences of your enforced failure. The best and possibly the most crushing example of this is with your encounter with Alfira, a young and aspiring bard who wants to join your character's party after getting inspired by their heroism. The girl is incredibly nice, and the prospect of a bard joining your team sounds exciting, but don't get your hopes up. Shortly after she enters your camp, your dark urges put you into a trance, and the next day, she is murdered, leaving only a massacred carcass behind. It seems the developers really didn't want you to have a proper bard companion. And number one, Seath the Scaleless. Dark Souls. From Software Games aren't exactly known for their mercy, but the first Dark Souls really does take the sadist's cake for being the only title amongst the studio's releases that forces the player to die in order to progress through the game. You see, during your first encounter with Seath the Scaleless, a dragon acting as one of the game's main bosses, it's actually impossible to kill him, even though entering his chamber incites a regular boss fight. Your only options are to lead through the fog, I mean it's the one in the game that actually allows you to do that, but of course Dark Souls would never let you know that, or stay and fight until you inevitably die. The reason why the fight is rigged is because the game uses your death to open a secret passageway in the chamber that then leads to the actual boss fight with Seath. But if you think that this would mean the developers would be kind enough to make an exception and let you keep your souls after suffering your scripted death, well, think again. This is Dark Souls. Of course they don't let you keep the bloody souls. And there we go, my friends, those were 10 times video games forced you to lose and then punished you for it. I hope that you enjoyed that and please let me know what you thought about it down in the comments section below. And remember, if you want to go over and follow me on my gaming journey, I'm going to be over on the future game show from now on, so go follow me over there and you can stay up to date with all my gaming content. Big love to you. And remember, we are starting 2024, so let's put a bit of pep in our step and a bit of positivity in our suppositary. No, not that. Um, just remember to treat yourself really well, my friend. Remember, you're a massive legend and you deserve all the best things in life, all right? As always, I've been Jules. You have been awesome. Never forget that, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.